Hey folks, welcome to another episode of Revealing the Mind. We're extremely glad to have you be a part of our conversation and the journey as we explore what being a man is. What is a man? Who is a man? And when do I become a man? From a boy to a man, the boy becomes a man with a shaky foundation and a whole lot to unlearn. My name is Olumide, my co-host is Bimbo. We are here with more questions and answers. We will talk about a range of topics from normal to controversial, you heard that right, and all this affects us and all the men around us. Welcome to the show, glad to have you with us. Hi guys, so welcome to the show again. Um, with the current state of, of life, of being right now, it seems like you know, more energy and some resource, more energy and time should be put on into how do we, I would use the word, how do we overcome this period in our lives? You know, um, the first thing that we had a, a talk yesterday and we spoke about Maslow's hierarchy and I was watching some stuff on YouTube today and, and that popped again in my mind and I'm like, we need to have a conversation on how do you prepare yourself for what's going to happen what is currently happening and then how do you navigate to make sure that, you know, again, we're talking to men in Nigeria. So you're either married, kids, or you're just growing up. But, you know, how do we make sure that, um, we and the people around us, like we're taking care of them, like we're, we're in the right mind frame. Um, we have everything we need to make sure that when all this passes, we'll still be standing, you know, um, so today's topic will be going, I won't call it deep, but we'll be discussing Maslow's hierarchy because, you know, I think that touches a lot of areas that is of concern to um, us as beings. Uh, Bimbo, I don't know if you want to just say anything right now. Right? I don't know if you want to say anything to add to that. And then we'll now just jump into the into the Maslow's hierarchy. And, um, sorry, one last thing. So the reason why, so this is a level of therapy for me. Like, I'm realizing that because, you know, I'm seeing a lot of like, house of cards I've seen a lot of things like just crumbling away and I'm thinking how can I wrap my head around this and talking about it is one way talking to you is it helps a lot and then picking topics like this because that it makes it makes me have to kind of go back to what I have learned over the years to say okay this is what I can apply to this so this is definitely therapeutic for me by the way but go on well um, I think that the most important important thing is in a situation like this, the most powerful act is surrender. Um, humans feel, and I think you and I have had this conversation before, we feel that we are in control of everything that goes on um, because things gradually change and, you know, when they change, we, we have a, we have a, uh, a false belief that it's because of us that those things change but it's not necessarily true uh, in uh, times like this I've come to realize that I have to completely surrender and when I say surrender I don't in, in the past I would think that surrender was more of being weak and being vulnerable and and uh, maybe even being lazy and not doing anything, but it's not that. It's just more of understanding that you are not, we're not in control, and and that when these things happen, we need to um, have 
be able to look at it from a different perspective. And, and while surrendering, we show a lot of gratitude. We show gratitude for the things that we have. We have better understanding and better appreciation for the things that we have. And I think that's what, one thing that would you know, help a lot of people go through uh, a situation like this. So, I mean, that's just what I wanted to add to it. And we can jump in if you want to start with the... Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, my stubborn self would... I, I agree with the whole thing about surrendering. And um, the, the image that comes to mind is like you're being swept away into the high oceans, right? Um, or strong tides and then you're just allowing your body to be oh let's say you're on the boat and you're just allowing the the current to take you where it wants to take you that's that's, that's the furthest way that's the furthest way you can go if if you if you if you um if you ride against the tide you probably drown if you if you ride on top of it like when everything um what you call when everything settles down you 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 sell them so yes and 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 i think the the the, the what always comes to mind uh yeah um so what comes to mind when we surrender like in that kind of situation is always i always i tell myself this that like yes you can surrender but actively walk against the current to make sure that you're landing or you're going where you want to go you know, so right now everybody's hold up in the house. You know, um, activities to slow down. We've not stopped. Money is not coming in for some people. Jobs are going to be lost by some people. They can stay home and think, okay, well, let me wait till everything down, uh, everything kind of calms down. Or they can be in their house and thinking, what else can I do differently? Like, what can I change? So we cannot be passive as we, maybe I should put it this way. We cannot be passive as we're surrendering. We should surrender and be a bit more, you know, smooth with our actions but actively we should be trying our best to steer the sheep you know to save ourselves or move ourselves in a, in a place where we'll get a, a second or third or fourth chance you know that's kind of how i see that and um okay sorry i, I want to I, I just i just want to um go on. say something about that now when you say actively surrender um I don't know if that's the word. Is that what you use? Actively surrender? Is that what you said? I said passively surrender. And I think I use passively. Uh, passively surrender. So, yeah. you know, I think that's the problem that we have. We, we, again, we feel like we're in control. And passively surrendering is not surrendering. When you, when you completely surrender, it doesn't mean that you're lazy. It doesn't mean that your case or after hour, whatever would be, would be. That's not what it is. But when you surrender, you have you are at a certain level of peace that things will actually even come to you. You don't you you're at home now, and most people are at home now thinking, "Oh God, what am I going to do next?" Blah blah and that. Maybe you shouldn't think about that. Just surrender to the situation at hand, and things will come to you. What you should do will come to you because when you're passively surrendering, you're not completely surrendering. You're still feeling like it's still within my power to do this. There are things that will come to you in this time that you didn't have a clue about. The things that will come to you in this time that you didn't think you, you never expected it to happen. T- today I was watching um I was watching something on, on Instagram and some guy had so many views on Instagram because of some funny post that uh, some funny post that he had and he said you know I did this in my bedroom I showed it to my parents my parents said it was hilarious and I put it up I didn't expect for this to happen. That is what I, what I'm talking about. Like when 
you don't, you're not imagining, I'm not saying don't plan, but I'm saying plan to surrender and then things will fall in place. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, we're, we're probably saying similar things, but I, um, yeah, uh, yeah, let, let's just, I agree with you, but then I, there's, you know, it's, it, it, don't be defeated, you know, uh, don't allow yourself to just flow, make plans and actively move in the direction you want to go in. You know, like, yes, we can say things are out of our control, but then what can you control? That's what it is. Like, and what you can control, put all your energy into that to make sure that you're, fu- you're fully in control of that. But outside, you can't control that. Um, so going back to the Maslow's hierarchy, Maslow is spelled, uh, M-A-S-L-O-W-S, hierarchy of needs. Um, there, according to what I'm seeing right now online, because I, I don't even know that offhand, there are five parts to it. There's physiology, there's safety, there's love and belonging, there's esteem, and there's self-actualization. Um, I think the way we should do this is I will pick the first one, then I will give you that. I will just talk about how this, I feel like how it's applying to me, and then um, you can go next as well too. And if we have... Ideally, because we're, we're, we're quite similar, I can imagine us being in tune all the way through. But, you know, the idea of this podcast, again, to me, I feel like the audience should have an idea of, so to, they, they should have a way of categorizing what would affect their being at this point and then what they can do. And so it's about awareness. So this is just to shed light into certain areas that people don't, people may not realize is on their, on top of their mind, but this kind of brings you to the, to the top of their mind so physiological needs are air water food shelter sleep clothing and reproduction um you know i mean there's not much to say about that but staying home i realize how much cleaner my like the air in my house is you know like when i step out i'm at a coffin or like there's dust you know because my office is right next to the high uh into uh, right next to the, the highway so this is more of like taking care of yourself. Like your body is your temple, right? So water, I've, I've, I've been off zero coke for a while right now. I don't really, I don't drink, but take more water. Most of us are not drinking as much water. So definitely increase the water intake. Um, food, eating right as well too. Like most, I mean, this is your own domain anyway, but like our diet is key in this time. You know, half the food we're eating I think we need to change them during this lockdown period. You can't be eating pound of yam and then chilling in the house or be doing beans, plantain and bread. Like those are things that there's high energy. And if you're home and you're not doing anything, it just it weighs you down and you want food that will give you enough energy. Again, this is your, your zone. So I'll let you talk more about that. Most of us listening to this podcast, we have a level of shelter. We have that level of home. I think, um, you know, make it more comfortable you know um buy extra petrol to make sure that you can run gen overnight if you need to um put the gen off during the day if you have to minimize uh you know uh, petrol take clothing uh, it doesn't really apply to me because i'm wearing black shirts and jeans most times you know um reproduction definitely having sex is good i won't call it i think this should be called sex not reproduction so this is the basic needs of According to Maslow's hierarchy, basic needs of our of, of being a person, and as a man, water, food, shelter, sleep, clothing, and reproduction. 
we're not going out right now, like you said. Um, unfortunately, we live in Nigeria, and in Nigeria, we don't have power, so we tend to turn on the generator quite often. But one thing that I would suggest is, you know, a lot of times we have the AC on 24-7, or quite often, we're not opening the windows. Um, I think we need fresh air, even though the air is not as fresh because of the pollution. But we still need a level of air. So even if we're not getting it inside, um, well, I suggest open windows, let fresh air come in, go out for fresh air, you know, take a walk. Beyond the sun, there's um, it has good vitamin D for you. Um, with water, um, it's quite essential. Water is a is a huge part of human existence. Without water, uh, there's no life. Water is a, a huge component of everything in this world. It's, it's some form of water in everything: humans, plants, animals, you name it. Living and non-living things. So water is actually quite important. But for human, for our human existence, and um, also for our health, it's, I would suggest that we drink um, a lot more water, uh, a lot more room temperature water. That's never going to happen um, for me, man. <laughs> why room temperature? Why not cold water? What's the issue with cold water? Okay, so room temperature water actually helps with your digestion. Um, it helps, especially when it's alkaline-based. And when I say that, what I mean is a lot of times we eat a lot of um, acidic foods and we have a, a body has a pH uh, level that has to be balanced between uh, being acidic and being alkaline. So when all, with all the acidic foods that we eat, we should balance it out by, you know, alkaline-ish foods and water. And alkaline water would be water that has um, lemon you know, um, cucumber, uh, lime, even ginger. Not put everything at once. If you want, you can. But I mean, just uh, one of those two. One of those things would be fine. Um, it helps. Uh, in answer to your question, water helps your uh, room temperature. Water helps your digestion more than anything else. It helps um, your blood flow. It helps clean cleanse your colon. Um, it helps, you know, get the nutrients to the right right place. It helps break break down the food the way it's supposed to. Um, it helps your skin. You know, water is seventy percent of the human body, especially adults. So, I mean, I I, I did a, a a video recording on this. If someone is seventy percent of who you are, then I mean, I suggest you drink it. And for people that um, want to lose weight. Um, I'd also suggest that 70% uh, 70 of your food should be water-based and 30% should be non-water-based. Water-based would include any food that you can squeeze out water almost immediately from it. Um, Non-water-based could be grains that um, water still comes out of it, but it takes uh, maybe a process of cooking and stuff like that for water to come out of it. Um, With food, you know, I don't want to bore you guys with this, but we, a lot of us eat rubbish. Um, a lot of the foods that we eat are processed and um, they have no, no, no nutrients. The body needs um, a level of, um, you know, a level of energy 
that comes from food. And we don't actually give it that. Most of the food that we eat are already dead food. So we want to eat food that has life. And then we want to eat um, fruits and vegetables. We want to do a lot of smoothies. You know, we want to do a lot of grains that have uh, iron and have zinc. These are the types of food that are good for us at this time. Uh, you don't want to eat anything too, too heavy. And, you know, we're not going anywhere. You're just going to be adding on the weight. It's not really good for your health. I mean, I'm sure you know that. With shelter, and most of the people that listen to this, like you already said, have a roof over their head. And, you know, um, you know, just making it as comfortable as possible. Maybe, you know, this is the time for you to spring clean. And, you know, maybe loads of times you've been at, um, you've been at work, you haven't had the time to do any other things. So maybe spring cleaning, changing things around, making the house comfortable for you, making it cozy, making it nice for you to um, to actually even have some type of gratitude, to gratitude that you actually have a roof over your head. Now with sleep, sleep is actually very important. We just talked about this as well. Sleep, rest. This is when the body actually um, builds itself up. The, the brain never stops working. Even when we're sleeping, the heart never stops working even when we're sleeping. But um, it rejuvenates itself by by sleep. So we build um, more, we get, get more energy, more brain cells by getting enough inadequate sleep, you know, so for the muscle muscle building and, and things of that nature. We're closing. This is actually the list of our worries. Um, you can walk around naked. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> you're, you're homebound. You're at home. You know, so um, I know I'm not really, I could, I think also it makes you have a little more gratitude. My wife was looking to a closet this morning. She said, this lockdown makes me understand that I don't need this many clothes. Um, but a lot of things that, oh, we, maybe I'm a minimalist as well. A lot of things that we have, we don't particularly need. Maybe this is a good time to give out some of the clothes that you're not wearing. Maybe this is a good time to, again, spring clean. And um, Okay, so with sex, the mind, the mind has a way of working with sex is going to increase now because there's not much that we're doing. Um, you know, so people are going to have more sex, which is good. Um, just plan. If you don't want kids... Um, present, uh, now, yeah. So, I mean, just be careful with these things. For you, you don't want to come out of this with a kid that you never really wanted. But, <laughs> but, but again, like again, going back to the surrender. If you, if you, if it happens that way, maybe this kid is supposed to be on to bring you your blessings. So, um, these, that's what I, I see. With, okay. Um, that's my right. take on that. I, I like the way you you actually spoke more about the whole sleep too, because definitely sleep is very key. So safety needs is the next one. Um, there's personal security, there's employment, there's resources, there's health, and there's property. I think that um, you know, the the challenge Nigerians, the challenge we have in this in, in our in our in our in Nigeria right now is it's I think this is key. Because there's job security, or job insecurity rather, and then there's actually physical insecurity as well too. You know, like I've in my area right now, every other day, 
or every two days or three days, I'm feeding about like 20 area boys. Let's call it that. You know, it's just Indomie and eggs, about 20 naira each or 220 naira each, right? And I'm doing this because one, some of them have actually worked in my house as small laborers, but then I'm aware that these guys don't have money coming in. And then at some point, like if they want to turn, at least like they might have mercy on me. You know, it's a dumb way. It's almost being proactive. You know, I've everybody who has reached out to me right now that has asked me for money, like I give them money, you know, even if it's like 5K or 2K, whatever the case is, because I'm aware that, you know, um, the the safety we all thought we had is gone. You know, before this whole crisis, I moved money around. You know, I made sure that I had an app on my phone that I could really access, you know, and I had maybe one or 2,000 era cash, just as an example, just to make sure that if anything happened, in fact, we had to quickly buy like a um, a tank for diesel gen to make sure that if there was scarcity, we could we could ride it out for a period of time. Same with petrol as well too. So um, you almost have to start thinking, the way I looked at it was like, what is the worst case scenario that could happen and what do I want to protect? So in some cases, people are buying extra food and extra water into the house, you know, because these are things that... Um, it doesn't question. This is the things that affects your personal security. If you're hungry and you can't leave your house, like that's a problem. If everybody around your house is hungry and you have to come back to your house, that's a problem as well too. You know, um, employment issues, good luck with that, man. You know, we can be an entrepreneur and then ride through the storms like this or be a, an employee. And there are benefits to both and there are risks to both. You know, unfortunately, I think that Nigeria, you have to be on maybe an entrepreneur because I don't see there being a huge um, opportunity for a 45 year old or 50 year old employee. I don't see that because they have such a growing population of young kids that will do the job for less. And, you know, even now, I don't think I can. Well, let me not say that. I am not aware of a lot of opportunities for highly skilled people to i mean we have more skilled people than jobs in my opinion so employment is going to be an issue i don't know what resources it health wise i guess it goes back to food shelter and all those things property i don't have a home you know i don't own my home but um you know if you're renting and you pay two years rent actually you have security so you know um i'm not i don't see myself buying a home or house rather right I don't see myself building a house. That might change in the next five years. Maybe this is a poor man's mentality that I have. But I, yeah, I, I'm just, I, this is the point where I feel like, let me save up as much as I can to make sure that if anything happens, I can write it out. You know, um, if you're sitting in your house that you bought yourself and you put all your money inside, do you have funds for a rainy day? You know, that kind of thing. So that's kind of how I'm seeing the safety needs. Bimbo. Okay. So the safety needs, um, you know, the Maslow um, hierarchy you need, just like it's, it says, it's a, a hierarchy you need. So you kind of have to fulfill the first level of needs first before you start thinking about the second, the second level. So if you haven't eaten or you don't have shelter over your head or uh, clothing, you're not really concerned about security. It's a person that has shelter over, over um, his head that thinks, I want this house to be secure. If you don't have a house, there's nothing to secure. If you don't have a house, 
you could if you're sleeping outside, who cares about security? Anything could happen. I don't really care. And unfortunately, that's what uh, a lot of masses in Nigeria are experiencing now. Um, you and I are lucky enough to have a roof over our heads and, you know, um, and feel some level of security for now because, you know, like you said, you haven't spent all your money, you saved some money. Um, you're hoping to ride this out and see how it goes. You know, we're hoping that it doesn't wipe out our savings, but there are people that don't have savings. The people, which are majority of people in this country, who live from hand to mouth, and you know this is actually particularly a very tough time for for them. Kind of, kind of like you said, you see people in your in your neighborhood. Um, I I woke up a few days ago and just I, I got a bag of rice, a big bag of rice, and just went around the neighborhood. All the people in the neighborhood distributed the rice for them, including my gate and and stuff like that. Now, so the personal security, and that's the personal security thing for us. So everyone has a sense of, you know, we we build the things that we build now um, on the food, shelter, clothing, whatever, and we kind of want to secure it. Um, we want to secure it. And these, the masses actually, they want a level of security for themselves in terms of like make sure that they're provided for as well. Um, in terms of um, employment, um, before this, employment was bad. After this, employment is going to be terrible. Um, we have a problem in Nigeria where nobody wants to work for anyone. Everybody wants to be their own boss. And I always say this, that the one of the biggest problems I have in Nigeria is lack of professionals and lack of professionalism. Um, people do not, someone, you have a restaurant and someone wants, works for you and wants to go start the restaurant after one year or after six months. Um, they haven't gained the experience that you have, but they go ahead and do that and it's serve customers and serve people. And of course, because they don't have experience, they don't have a professionalism to go along with it, and it becomes a problem. And that's what we have around Nigeria. Now, um, with employment, as far as this goes, um, people are going to be, it's, you know, people are losing their jobs. Um, people are losing their jobs. People are, they're losing now, they're still going to lose. You know, so it's, it's, it's kind of a challenging time and it's a time that's why I said it's it's nice to remain to surrender at this time and in, I mean and just be, show some form of gratitude I think that things will have things will have a way of um, you know working out I don't I can't really tell you how but I feel like things have, if, if you have that mentality I think things have a way of like resolving themselves now in terms of employment I just wanted to say something and I want to run through this really quickly I think that one of the biggest problems that we have in Nigeria is um, like now, like Lagos is not safe. People are, because of the security thing, people are, you know, they're all these hoodlums all around doing all types of crazy things, getting from the haves and, and getting given to themselves or whatever the case is. 
And I think the way in Nigeria can solve this problem is very simple. And it's a way that we have had for years and we don't really think about. I think it's agriculture. I think that there are loads, Lagos is overpopulated. There are loads of people that come to Lagos from all parts of Nigeria and all parts of even Africa. They come to Lagos because Lagos is where they feel like they can make it. But guess what? These same people earn 5,000 naira a week, some 5,000, 3,000 naira, 2,000 naira a day, whatever the case is. If these people were given the opportunity to have maybe their own farm, not in Lagos, but somewhere else, where they can provide a livelihood for themselves and for their families, and they don't have to be in Lagos, and they can supply food to Lagos and the rest of, the, of, um, of Nigeria, I think it would be a good way to, you know, to solve this issue, especially with the Nigerian government. I also feel like, you know, we talk about putting things aside, food, um, whatever the case is. We suddenly put so much food aside if things get really bad. If you and I were planting, the other day, just yesterday, my, my daughter told me that she planted uh, beans two weeks ago and it's already grown and she saw it. She's only four years old. If we start planting our own things, things that we eat, and we, we eat more plant-based foods. But not only healthy, we're also self-sufficient. We're able to provide for ourselves. You know, so these are the things that I feel like we should be thinking about. That just goes into resources as well, because we have a natural resources to do that. The land is there. We can do it. You know, um, I think this is, and I'm not saying that everybody should be a farmer, but I think it's something to, to think about. So, for example, the fruits and vegetables that you buy, that things that you can grow, you can start to grow. They, uh, for example, things like ginger, I think it was in like nine months. There are other fruit, uh, fruits or crops or whatever it is that you can grow that you can, you can eat. These also goes with the health, you know, better health. And uh, with property, I mean, it's a person that, you know, that has, that buys property, that has extra, uh, extra property. I think it's, you know, that's also going to be affected. But then at the same time, I think it's... Um, it's, it's never a bad time to to keep a property, so even though I think it's much easier if you are, you know, if you. I mean, it, I guess property is a long, place, long, long term game, you know. And yeah, but it depends. It also depends on how it is. If you have property that you have, you will in you pay for. It's outrightly yours. Now, in this times, but you don't have a landlord. For example, I'm supposed to be my landlord. I was supposed to be last week. You know, but of course, the current situation, I think I'm like, you know, I'll give me some time, whatever the case is. I have the money. I can pay for it, but I'm just like I'm a little scared to give the money when there's nothing coming in presently. But hey, you know, again, it's all about surrender. But if it was my own place, you know, I won't, I don't have to worry about rent. You know, it's a roof over my head. I'm already covered in that aspect. So it's a yin and yang has, it's, you know, good side and maybe not so good side. Okay. But all right. So um, that's, what, that's what I think about that. Great. Love and belonging, um, friendship, intimacy, family, sense of connection. <laughs> wow. So friendship, I think that um, the fact that everybody's like, again, locked up right now, you'd probably realize who your real friends are, people who you can talk to about real issues, not social friends. Um so connecting with people like that, I think, is key. And 
there might be folks that you don't talk to normally, but like you guys have a, a level of connection. So I would even give you and I as an example, like we've known each other for like decades, but we've probably spoken more now since this whole podcast actively than we did before. And it's because there's a connection of like minds or people who are a connection of soul searching, you know? So I think this is a time to, for people to go back and say, who around me can I really talk to and connect with? You know, because those friendship lasts longer. It's, it's like a, you know, it's like, not necessity. It's not, it's not a necessity. It may be actually, but it's, there's a depth to that relationship. You know, the friends that you only see at parties and you're giving high fives to. Okay. That's fantastic. But like when you have, you know, deep concerns or things on your chest, who do you talk to? So definitely invest in that intimacy to me. I think. It's two ways. Intimacy can be sexual and it can, can be heart to heart conversation. I think that also ties to like friendship and it, it could be a connecting with like your parents, you know, mom, dad, uncles, anybody. Cause we need times like this. We need a level of teacher student relationship, you know, or sometimes also peer to peer relationship, you know, so we have to connect with those people to, um, you know, help us with a level of balance in our lives. And if some folks don't have that opportunity, a book is just as good. <laughs> you know, um, YouTube is just as good. There are people that you can watch speak. There's no topic that will, ad- will be. There's nothing that has not been maybe addressed on on a free media right now. So there's enough information we can get to help process things. Um, family, you know, spend more time with your kids. If you have kids, girlfriend, you know, brother, you know, this is time to really connect because one, there's that fear that who's going to survive this, but even not the surviving aspect is like, nobody's going to come out of this the same. So, you know, um, you would have friends who will survive this, but they're wiped out financially, <laughs> you know, or they will go through a tough time. And what happens with tough time is like people change. You know, um, they might lose that clarity that they had before. And then you also, you might even outgrow people because now you switched up your game to say, do you know what? I'm in plan B of my life and a guy still wants to go back to plan A. So, um, you know, family, sense of connection. I mean, this is all self-explanatory, but definitely, in fact, I, I would almost put this below, say, oh, I get, well, I'm not the psychologist here, but like, when you connect with people, like you have a level of a, a bigger meaning, you know, you have a bigger purpose, Absolutely. you know, and I think that's key, but um, that's my take on the love and belonging. Yeah. You know, um, I, I read books, but I, I decipher what I, you know, what I want out of the books that I read or listen to people. So when you say that you think that the love and belonging should come before 60, whatever it is, like, I mean, who's to say that it shouldn't? Um, because also when I think about it as well, I feel like no man is an island and uh, we're built to connect. So especially at this time, this is why it's so challenging for a lot of us. Like, because, um, you know, I thought about something a long time ago. Why is it, why is it so, why is it punishment to go to prison? That's because you are isolated. You're taken away from everybody else. 
why is it why is it a punishment when you when I tell my daughter time out and I'm taking all your all your toys and all your things away from you? You can't see your friends. You know, it's too, before I used to think it's not a punishment, it's not a big deal, but it's actually more of a mental punishment. It's more of a mental torture. So right now we are going through some type of mental torture, and everybody's an inmate. Um, we're all incarcerated right now, and most times when you're incarcerated, um, you come out finding God, finding religion, finding purpose, finding meaning. So um, losing friends, making friends. So I think in regards to that, like at, at this time, you want to know who your true friends are because you are going to lose money. You're going to not be the same that you were financially, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, sexually, and all the leads. You know, and there are some people that are going to fall off, which is just the, the natural state of things. So you kind of have to watch out for that, for the people that are going to fall off. You have to watch out for the new people that come into your life, or some come in chic uh, clothing. You know, you, you think that they're, you know, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but you think they're good people, but they're not. So you kind of have to like, watch out for that as well. Um, so, I mean, friendship is a huge thing, you know. Um, I can't I can emphasize on that enough. Like, your your partner has to be your friend. You know, you, you this is this is the time when husband and wife are actually going to know if they're friends or not. Because I think this is a very, very interesting time because there are loads of people that actually live together as husband and wife but don't like each other. You know, and, but now you can't go out. Like before, they would hide under the umbrella of, you know, I'm busy, I'm at work. I have to do this, I have to do that and spend time with girlfriends or spend time with friends outside or boyfriends or whatever the case is. But now you can't go anywhere. Like, you know, the government has told you not to go anywhere. The world has told you not to go anywhere. It's time to stay at home. So you kind of have to make the best out of it. Like, if that person, if there are things that you're doing that that person um, does not like and you feel you, you feel like it will help the growth of your your relationship, then maybe it's just high time you thought about changing it. Grow up. Leave things. You don't have to go out all the time. You don't, you know, find time to be intimate with your spouse, um, with your family, with your, with your, um, with your uh, kids, um, uh, daughter, son, whatever the case is, and just, just connect. And also, um, the connection, again, we're so connected to our devices that I, I don't want to talk about you know, the connection to the internet because it's a natural go-to. Um, before we were increasing, we were constantly connecting to the internet. So, I mean, if you're connecting to the internet, make sure that it's meaningful. Make sure that it's not just because you just want to, you know, go gossip, which sometimes, like, I'm not saying it's fine to gossip, but sometimes you just want to be amused. But kind of limit those times and try to spend time discovering yourself, having a relationship with yourself, having a relationship with your spouse, having a relationship with the people around you, and you know, make the best of this time. That's what I'll say on that. That's fantastic, man. Um, I'm actually this is doing me a lot of good because I feel like you know when you're hearing things again, it's almost kind of 
helps you reset a level of compassion you have within yourself. And I'm getting this from this conversation. So, um, so am I. Uh, next one is esteem, um, respect, self-esteem, status, recognition, strength, freedom. Um, I would almost take this entire fucking layer out <laughs> because um, I don't know. Um, it's not necessary. Recognition, like fuck recognition. <laughs> you know, like you should be content with who you are. Like, and then, so in fact, this is what's affecting. Okay, okay. I see where this work plays into this. I think that most of humanity, we have skipped the safety, the love, the physiology, and we have focused on the esteem part, which is why we have social media. People are, you know, pretending their lives are perfect because they want that recognition. They want that status. And they think it gives them strength. But there's no fucking strength in you being an avatar online. When you look in the mirror and when you're interacting with your community, that goes back to safety, love and belonging so i see why it's obviously above as well but i think that um you know respect i don't know like who's gonna why should anybody respect you unless you're playing to the tune of what they want you to do which means they're controlling you at the end of the day you know um yeah respect yourself definitely and if you respect yourself i don't think um you would care about your status you you probably very very humble I don't think you care to be recognized in your environment. Um, freedom. Freedom. Okay. Out of this section, I'll take freedom. I think freedom is very, very important. But okay. Also, because it's also on the fourth layer, if I have, if I'm locked up in my house as I am and I have everything I need around me, I'm free. I'm happy. You know, the guy who has less is actually better off. So there's a quote that I mentioned, like, I count him, I can't even repeat the quote, but it's it's along the lines of the less that you have and you're content with, then you're free then. The struggles we have right now is I want to go to a party tomorrow. I can't go to a party tomorrow. I want to drive my Rolls Royce down the street. I can't drive. So I feel like I'm, I'm locked up. But there are folks who have nothing who are in their house with just a mat and they have all their family with them and there are fully free and they're happy so th- maybe you can help me define this differently but a part of me doesn't really resonate with this particular line i feel like it's you know it's stretched out to and again in the hierarchy of needs you know it's the fourth layer it's almost like it's not needed yeah but yeah i think it's because even what's above it it's it's a spiritual layer that is very important. I don't know why that's below it, but anyway, um, you re- okay. yeah, go so, ahead. Take a stab at it. So, let me let me try to give a stab at this. So esteem, respect, so uh, self esteem, status, recognition, strength, and freedom. Now I see where you're coming from in terms of um, you know, if if you're already comfortable in your own skin, you don't need no recognition from anybody else. Um, you don't need no self-acceptance or no respect from anybody else. So I think that for me personally, the way that I would coin this would be more towards yourself. You know, at this time is the time that 
you're at home and you have more time to think. And you have more time to think and maybe even second guess yourself and doubt yourself in different areas. And they, there's something that they say that I, I heard when I was younger. Um, they are an idle brain in the devil's workshop. So if you're not really doing much, you're losing skills, um, you're, you're not as active, and your mind is playing tricks on you. And your mind is telling you that you haven't done this in a long time. You can't do it anymore. Or, you know, you're, you're not, you're not as, as accomplished as you, as you think you are. You don't have a strength. You know, so that's the way I view this part of it. I feel like the, um, in terms of self-esteem in this time, we, it's still very important for us to have self, for us to have self-esteem like a personal self-esteem for ourselves if you know you know self-worth 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 yes self-worth because the 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 more you stay at home the the more you start to realize because you know there's some businesses that unfortunately are not going to exist after this is done if this gets any longer than what what we're seeing and people read equate a lot of their um of their existence or esteem to money or materialism. So this for me as an advice to people is to not equate yourself to I used to earn say an amount of money before and I'm not earning that amount of money. Hence I'm not that person anymore. You are who you are with or without the money. Money is a tool, like I always say. It's not at, 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 at the end of the day, you can actually lose it. You can lose everything, but don't lose yourself. Don't lose who you are, because if a good example is you used to have a, a restaurant somewhere else before you started this. You literally lost that restaurant to start again, but you didn't lose yourself. There was a fight for you to even lose yourself in there because you second guess yourself, you doubt yourself, you ask yourself questions like. Why did I do this? You know, I thought this was, you know, maybe I did this the wrong way or whatever the case is. Maybe, and then you did it. The restaurant was supposed to be uh, uh, a partnership then. And then when you want to go do it on your own, you also, I don't know, but you probably have doubts. Like, can I, can I really do this by myself without the help of anybody else? Would I need funds from other people? Like, I'll speak for myself. There's a building that I'm doing now that, you know, I asked myself, it's not just me, it's me and for the business partners. And I asked myself because of the, well, the way things have turned around, not even before, actually before the coronavirus stuff with legal state government and federal government, we've had issues with it. And I, I've been asking myself, like, should I have done this with these guys? You know, if I did it on my own, would I have done better? You know, that kind of stuff. So there's always a way of, your mind playing tricks on you. So when you're, I feel like this is, this summarizes this. When you're at home, your mind plays tricks on you. Your mind is not um, as, as, um, as active. What, what you can do to make it active, exercise regularly, practice yoga, you know, go for walks, meditate, you know, um, show gratitude, uh, surrender, the submissive, listen to what the universe is telling you so that when we come out of this, you can come out of this stronger and you can be a better person for it. 
and you can lose everything that you built up just to gain something that you never had and you never knew that you had that might be actually more powerful than anything that you've ever ever had you know for yourself and for the universe and for for your society that's the way I look at it and then with the freedom part of it like um be free to be who you are be free to be who you are with or without the money be free to be who you are with or without your the friends because like again like this time will tell you will show you who you really are and I think this times times are actually quite needed <laughs> well said and I, I um and that's why it's good to have a conversation conversation like this because I um, the way I looked at this was from a, a different view and I actually appreciate your view more now and I see how like if I was asked this question again I would I would answer it along the lines of what you just said so I didn't Thank I didn't you. I wasn't looking from that view but um that's good um I, it may not be necessary to say this but why not I think that um going back to like Chuck's podcast where she spoke about creativity and destruction, right? Um, my turning point was when I was after I lost that business, you know, and I think like a part of me died that should have died, <laughs> you know, uh, so th- there's that death and there's a reborn, you know? Um, and again, with this as well too, there'll be a lot of, you know, uh, closed realities but then it's also an opportunity for a new one, you know. Um, yeah. So that's I actually just wanted to add something as well. So uh, in regards to the esteem stuff, uh, I say this not to boast or brag or anything, but when I was in America, you know, I um, I used to have a cleaning business. I, I actually, I don't know if you know this, I had a loan shark, a hard money lending business. And I, I had two properties. And... Uh, when I came back to Nigeria, I literally lost everything um, over time. And it, it, did this mess with my self-esteem? Um, <laughs> yes, it did. Um, but I also realized that there were things that I lost then that I held on to too tightly because I felt like these are the things that I worked so hard for. I can't let go of them this way. It's not, you know... I don't know if it was you that I was telling. When I was moving out of my house in America, I wasn't actually, I didn't go to America. I was in Canada. Um, the, most of the furniture that I bought, the paintings, expensive paintings and everything, everything was thrown out. I wasn't even there. So it made me realize something that, you know, I kind of equated it to when I die. Like, so there are loads of things that I'm holding on to now. And I'm believing this is my car. It's my, it's, it's my, you know, my office, my shoes, right? But end of the day, like if if I lose them, I think I lose them to gain something else, and I lose them to gain something more important. So I think people at this time should be open to losses because it, it, in essence, if you're open to losing, you probably lose what you, what you have. To get what you need. Yeah, yeah. Um, well said. The last one is self actualization. Um, it says desire to become the most that you can be. What came to mind with this was a hero's journey, where you've gone through everything and you come back and you're now a more enlightened or uh, aware person. 
um, decided to become a better person. And I think that might mean that, well, this can also tie to the podcast about ego. You know, I think once you're aware of yourself, you will know the kind of, you, you will understand that the different parts of you and you'll be more in control when they arise, you know, um, yeah, I, I don't want to spend too much time on, on this particular one, but to me, it's, it's just, it's a full, it's a full picture of you with all the needs or the layers being addressed and being fully aware. I mean, that's kind of how I'll see it. I mean, I don't know if you, if you, you want to expand on that or not, but like, that's just how I see it. Yeah, I think I agree with you, but, um, I just maybe do a little touch of what I, I also understand it to be. So self-actualization, there's a reason why it's actually on top of the, uh, the list. Um, I think if you ever read this book called The Alchemist, uh, um, the, I don't remember. That's another thing. I'm actually quite bad. I read a book. I, I, I have a vague idea of what I read, and I don't remember every, everything, which is, you know, it's, it's the same thing with movies. I remember this, but I remember the most important things. So with Alchemist, the moral of the story is, um, if I say it in Yoruba, so what you're going to look for in, uh, much further away from you is actually within you. Um, and a lot of times with self-actualization, um, we kind of, any, people can tell you that, you know, just, self-actualize and you know everything will fall in place but the human beings actually have to experience all those things first before you get to self-actualization you have to experience having or not having food uh, shelter you know you have to experience the person you have to experience lack of security or all security you have to experience you know love or, or, or heartbreak you have to experience you know not having great self-esteem and these things are processes and these things are in stages. If, when I was younger, my parents would talk to me about the experiences and you know, what I shouldn't do. And I, I didn't understand it. So sometimes I did, most times I didn't. And I just I felt like, oh, I just, you know, just especially my dad, he's just disturbing me. He doesn't understand what I'm going through. But now that I sit back and I think about it, I realized that he was actually right about a lot of things that he told me, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I had to experience it myself. So when you're experiencing yourself, then you self-actualize. You you can draw a picture of how it is, because self-actualization is actually personal. It is a personal journey of your experiences. It's a summary of four of these things and your personal journey. And then you could, and it's not, there's no right or wrong way. Um, it's just the way that you see it and the way that you've experienced it and the way that you won't repeat the same mistake again. And even if you did, you learn to forgive yourself and try again. You know, it's a, a, a level of self-awareness, um, self-awareness of your, of your flaws, of um, what your strengths are, how we have to go through these different steps to get it's a place where we understand ourselves better and we understand what we need to perform at the at the height of our um, uh, the potential of God has given us. 
now, in having said all that, I feel that um, we, Ulimidi and I are not, uh, we're not therapists. We're not, um, you know, we're not trained in this area. But I think, I, I believe that, and I say, I think I speak for him when I say that we're just people on a journey of self-awareness and who are interested in bringing people on board um, to better understand themselves, better forgive themselves, better learn about themselves. So I feel like this process actually, this staying at home process actually keys into these things. And these, these are ways that we have found or we are finding to, to help ourselves, uh, you know, be better and come out better out of this, this um, present situation. Uh, we know it's tough. We know the t- times are challenging, but we also know that these are things that we need. History has been written, and we want to believe that we are a part of this history and we're part of the people that will tell the story when all is said and done. I hope this helps everyone. Well said. Fantastic. I've been both amazing. Uh, uh, episode i i'm a bit more rejuvenated i like it in fact i love it so thank you very much for the time guys thanks for listening share this link with your friends um you know and um yeah have a wonderful day or rest of the week thank you hi guys bye hey guys first of all thank you very very much for spending this time with us we're very honored just a little disclaimer right so nothing we say here is a general truth it is our own truth that we're owning. It's my truth, it's Bimbo's truth, and we're learning as we go along. We're students of life. We encourage you to continue to work on your ideas and your beliefs to be a better version of yourself. Don't forget to like, share the link with your friends, uh, subscribe to our mailing list, subscribe to the podcast, and we look forward to spending some more time with you next week. Yeah.